Good morning, everyone. It is time for Neon and Beyond. I'm your host, Steph McKenzie, and thank you so much for joining us this morning as we get you up close and personal with amazing things that continue to happen here in Southern Nevada, Clark County, and the greatest state ever, that is Nevada. Jumping in right to our first guest this morning, Shelby Riley. She is with Nevada's Rural Foster Care, and she is a recruiter for them doing great things with the Division of Child and Family Services. Good morning, Shelby. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Steph. I really appreciate you coming back on. This is something that I love to talk about as far as the Division of Child and Family Services. And this morning, I know a lot of layers of this onion we got to jump right into. But first and foremost, let's get to know a little bit about you as we jump into 2023. I know you've been on NEON before, but with your background and role in the Nevada DCFS, can you explain a little bit for us? Yeah, of course. So I'm a licensed social worker in the state of Nevada. I have been employed with the Nevada Division of Child and Family Services since 2018. I started as an ongoing case manager, so I work with families and children on working towards reunification or other permanency options. Um, And in 2021, I moved over to the one and only foster care recruiter for our 15 rural counties in Nevada. Wow, so a big background. What was your passion? What wanted? What was the drive to get you into this type of work? Um, so a little bit of self-disclosure. I spent some time in the foster care system myself. Um, and I, I was older. I was a teenager at that point, and it was a very short time. And I was in a group home at that time. And even though I was honestly just like down the street from my house, it was one of the most traumatizing experiences for me and my brother because we didn't know when we were going home. We didn't know when we were talking to our parents again. We didn't know where we were going and if this was going to be a safe place for us. And we really, since we were in that group home setting, we really didn't have an adult to confide into and get those answers from. Um, And so I really learned through that experience that, um, Just being removed from your home is such a traumatizing experience. And even though it needs to happen sometimes, um, we need to make sure that children have a safe place that they can go to, a safe person that they can confide in immediately, because their only victim is in this entire situation. Um, And so because of that, we need to make sure that they are in an environment where they can start healing rather than feel more traumatized. Um, And so after that, I was really inspired to get into social work um, and really just make a difference and and to help. Um, And after that, I decided to go into um, the same division that um, I had worked with when I was um, a youth. And um, from there, my mission was really to get a true understanding on how the child welfare system works from within. I knew that there needed to be change or things that needed to be better, but I wanted to get a really good understanding of what that looked like. Um, And through that, I worked with families and I learned a lot about, you know, what can change, what can't change, what's really hard to change. Um, And I really hope now in my role as a recruiter is to really spread that message and to inform the community as well on what they can be doing to help the foster care system and the children from within. 
So a lot of passion behind what you do. This morning we are talking with Shelby Riley. She with, is with Nevada's Rural Foster Care and the recruiter for the Division of Child and Family Services doing great things and a great passion behind you, which I love to hear that story. Thank you for sharing that with us. And, you know, you kind of hit on it, but what are the different reasons kids need go in, need to go into care? Yeah, so kids can be coming into care for many kinds of reasons. Um, according to our most recent data book, um, the most common reason for children entering foster care was because of neglect at 51%. Um, under neglect, is that's more like an umbrella term. Um, and so under that can consist of um, parents struggling with addiction. It can consist of domestic violence occurring in the home. It could also look like environmental neglect or educational neglect that are brought on by effects of poverty or under-resourced communities. Um, what that all that numbers really mean is that a lot of our families and most of our families are in a major crisis and they're struggling, and we're really catching them at what's probably like the hardest time in their life. And during that time, their children are looking for a soft place to fall while their parents are working on rebuilding their lives and working on making a safe place for their children to come back to. Um, what it doesn't mean, and what I think is um, a common misconception, is that children are in foster care because they're unwanted or because their parents do not love them. Um, in fact, that's like some of our lowest numbers or what would like, be closer to our lowest numbers. 8% of our youth that entered foster care this year were determined to enter because of physical abuse. Um, and then only half a percent were voluntarily relinquished from their birth family. Um, so again, these um, children are coming from um, homes that ha have families that love them, um, but they're struggling and they need help and they need a village. And that's really where we come in. Absolutely. And I couldn't have said it any better, especially when we focus here on Neon and Beyond. A lot of people always reaching out on how to get involved. And that brings us to the, the big reason why we're talking to you this morning, the need for foster care givers, right? So that's that's big here and it's big throughout our state and we need that. So tell us what it takes to become a foster caregiver and, and what you're looking for for those listening this morning. So, you know, our basic general requirements are that you're at least 21 years of age or older, um, and that you're able to pass a background check. Um, some criminal um, background, uh, like like charges, are a disqualifiers for seven years. Some are, are permanently a disqualifier. Some might not be a disqualifier at all. So I really encourage you to, to look more on our website about that if you're curious. Um, aside from that, if you're ever interested in becoming a foster parent, I would say that the biggest things we're looking for is that you are willing to learn new styles of parenting and being open to tra being trauma-informed. We're not expecting you to be an expert at trauma-informed parenting or to have a robust experience in it. We're not expecting you to single-handedly save a family or a child by yourself. Um, but we're really looking for homes that are going to welcome in children that may be struggling with the effects of trauma, that may have other medical or mental health um, things that um, need to be addressed or have never been identified before. And that's where you can really come in and be that um, advocate and that safe person for them. 
Not only that, but I think that um, people tend to overlook that you're, when you're a foster parent, you're not only being making a difference to that child, but you're making a difference to that entire family. Absolutely. You might, you might yeah, you might have been like that first example of a, a healthy family system that family has ever seen. Um, if that child were to go back home or reunify, that relationship could continue in the form of babysitting, of after-school care, of inviting over for dinners. Um, and you can really be the part of watching a family going from their absolute crisis to healing and being able to move on with their lives and be implemented in our community again in a positive way. Okay, so some really great tips on if you are thinking about this or want to get involved in this and become a foster caregiver, where do we start to get that information? What's the website to go to? So you're going to go to our website, www.ruralnbfostercare.com. On there, we have a lot of great information and videos about our program. We have a wonderful Please Let Me Ask Questions section I encourage you to look at. And when you're ready to get started, you'll go to the bottom of the page and you'll click on the blue Get Started button. From there, you're going to create your account to get set up. And then once you create your account, I'm going to get notified on my end. And shortly after, I'm going to reach out to you so that we can get you set up with all the next steps. Um, but once you have that online account, you're going to have access to all the documents, the paperwork, everything that you need to get started with to start applying to be a foster parent. So a lot of great things this morning. Shelby Riley is joined, joining us. She is a licensed social worker, and she's with the Division of Child and Family Services in Nevada's Rural Foster Care Recruiter. And, of course, a lot of need is in Nye County right now, and you have some pre-service training and foster care live online classes coming up, right? Yeah, so we are excited to announce that our next pre-service training is going to be starting Saturday. January 21st from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Our um, classes are online via Microsoft Teams with a live teacher. Um, and so after we be on the 21st, we're going to meet for the three consecutive Saturdays after that on the 28th, um, February 4th, and February 11th. Um, the really cool thing about our training is, is it's absolutely no commitment at this point. If you've ever been just curious about being a foster parent or just learning a little bit more detailed on what trauma-informed parenting means, what are those roles in day-to-day activities going to look like for a foster parent? Um, this is a great way to learn. And the really cool thing is because it's online, you can really attend that from the convenience of wherever you are. Um, so, again, once you get your account set up online, I will reach out shortly after to make sure that you get signed up and registered for the training. And, and what's the biggest thing that you want people to know besides the misconception that these children aren't loved of why someone should be a caregiver in the foster system? I think that, again, like you have to know that you are coming into a system that's not going to make a difference on children. It's going to make a difference on families, and that is even more of a bigger impact than anything. Um, most of our research says that children thrive when they are with their biological family and when it's safe to do so. That's always something that we're going to be encouraging and assessing if it's going to be possible. 
Um, so I would really encourage that if you're considering being a foster parent, be open to inviting that whole family. And that doesn't mean inviting them physically into your home or into every day-to-day activity with you. All of the situations you're going to deal with are different. Um, but being able to make sure that child's available for their visits, make sure that the parents are kept up with developmental milestones or how health is going or how school is going, being a collaborative partner on how behavior is going and working as a team with our bio families so that they can feel like that they are still in their parenting role while they're working on getting their lives together for their children. Um, Again, I really want to stress that we're seeing that when foster parents and biological parents are able to work together, we're seeing better outcomes with reunification. And that's at the end of the day, what we want to see. Absolutely. And what is that website again? It is www.rulenvfostercare.com. Okay, so that's rulenvfostercare.com. Yes, R-U-R-A-L-N-V-fostercare.com. All right, and you guys can go and check it out. You can fill it out. There's absolutely no commitment doing that, but you can get more information that way. And, of course, a big need in Nye County. And the pre-service training for foster care applicants are coming up. That's going to be four classes starting in January, running through the 11th of February. And Shelby and I are here to just let you know that it is there and you can make a huge difference in these kiddos' lives. And it's such a rewarding thing to do, you guys. So please go and check it out. Again, that is rulenvfostercare.com. Shelby Riley, a licensed social worker, Nevada's rural foster care recruiter from the Division of Child and Family services has joined us this morning and Shelby as always I appreciate your time and thank you for shedding some light on this and helping us understand it better and possibly get more people to be the best caregivers we have here in Nevada. Yes thank you very much for having me.